Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Goddess Diaries Radio. I'm your host, Dawn Champagne, and I am super excited about today's guest. But before we get to her, before I introduce her, I do want to thank everybody for joining us today and let you know that back at the blog, there are three free gifts waiting for you. If you want to go check it out at www.thegoddessdiaries.org, go ahead and check it out and download your free, your three free goddess gifts to help you reconnect with your sacred self. And you guys, I am super excited. In today's episode, I am pleased as punch to bring you Renee Starr, who describes herself as mythologist, master storyteller, artist, and life coach. She is a seeker of ancient wisdom for the modern woman, and she has a book. Her book is called You Are Woman, You Are Divine. And I can't wait to talk to her about this book, and I can't wait to introduce you. Well, I am introducing her to you. (laughs) So without further ado, Renee, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you so much, Dawn. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! <laughs> I first discovered you, I can't remember how I, I I found your blog, your website, Back to the Goddess, and I was super intrigued with the beautiful artwork and the just the messages that you had on there, and I signed up for your newsletter, and I'm telling all of the listeners right now that if you have not signed up for her newsletter, you're missing out because it's always filled with something wonderful and delicious. <laughs> oh, so, thank you. I have been enjoying your newsletter for some time now, and I just I, I love it. I look forward to it in my inbox. And so oh, um, that makes me so happy. Yay! <laughs> so, Renee, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us um, about Back to the Goddess and who you are and how you created your website. And yeah, give us a little All taste that good of you. Stuff. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I, um, gosh, it started so long ago this desire to know the divine feminine and know her for myself and who was she, where was she, how could I work with her, she knew for me, about me, you know, to me. And so this began many, many, many years ago, and it's a path that I am, you know, always humbled to be on. Uh, She takes me on journeys constantly, the divine feminine, the goddess, takes me on a journey all the time. And whenever I find in my life that I feel off or I feel like I'm suffering or I'm confused, I'm pretty sure that I've stepped off the path. And and this isn't a religion or spiritual. It is a spirituality. It's not a religion. But Mm -hmm. it's a practice, to be honest. It's a relationship that I have with the essence in the world that is divine, the divine masculine, the divine feminine, and I'm very partial being a woman to the divine feminine. But I wrote a book uh, years ago that I gave as a gift for the holidays. I didn't publish it. And my friend said, you have to put this into print. It it was a book on the moon for women. And so I began... Say that again? A book on the moon, like lunar wisdom for women. Yes. 
and my friends loved it. And I um, kept thinking, yeah, I've always, I've always been a writer all of my life. Even as a child, I wrote. And um, I thought, yes, I do need to publish. I do need to put this book out there. And long story, but it was a very magical sequence of events. Um, I was uh, working with um, some people who were offering self-publishing tips, and they offered me a publishing contract. And then the book evolved from a book about the moon to a book about the goddess. And I'm writing my second book now about the moon. So it's really, it's quite a journey. And the website is just a labor of love. It's a hub. It's a place for women to come to and receive information and see what's going on. It's expanding, John, like seriously beyond my wildest dreams. I'm revisioning, reinventing as we speak. That's super exciting. That is super exciting. I think that's how I found you in the first place was just my love for lunar mythology mm-hmm. and out on the web one day searching for that. And, oh, man, I, I it was a real treasure to find your, your mm-hmm. website. Um, on your Thank website, you, so you much. talk. Yeah, you are welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on your website, you talk about um, you talk about a lot of great feminine mysteries, actually, Um but you have the goddess mandala on your meat page. And I I really am intrigued by that. And I wonder if you can explain what this is. Yes, I'm happy to. It's actually very special to me. I um, designed it um, in very, very sacred space. It um, it has great meaning to me. I'm actually considering it as a tattoo as well. Um, Yes, and I'm designing jewelry with its um, as the icon of that. But it's very, very sacred to me. The, um, for those of you that are not looking at it right now, it is basically a mandala made up of nine moons or nine circles. And the nine moons is something I discovered a little bit ago. You know, we think of the lunar cycle as being, let's say, from new moon to full moon or new moon to, you know, whatever. And when I discovered this system, which is an ancient lunation period, which means the ancients used this for ritual, for magic, for um, ordinary life, like planting crops and knowing when to, um, you know, expect babies to be born, when to expect um, livestock to be born, when the seasons shifted. So they used this ancient lunation system of phase to phase. So new moon to new moon, full moon to new full moon, gibbous moon to gibbous moon, etc. It's nine full, like nine moons that mm-hmm. complete a full. So these nine moons became very precious to me, and I started to use them in ritual and realized my rituals increased, like they elevated, and the power of them increased because I was getting the full cycle of the moon. I wasn't leaving Girl, out that, that last cycle. Are- Love it. I love that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I was so excited. I actually thought I was misunderstanding what I was reading. I thought, really? Is this real? And then I started to do a little more research and found that it is, in fact, real and it's been practiced for, you know, like eons. And it most yes. especially by the magical community, the um, ancient magical communities, and even today by the modern ones. And so that those nine moons became very special to me, and I designed a priestess course called the Nine Moons Lunar Priestess Course, which is very powerful. Mm-hmm. You study each of the moons for nine months, 
and receive a priestess certificate. And that's very powerful for me that women would reconnect to this. That's exciting, actually. I I want to come back to that for just a minute. I, I did want to mention, though, I completely understand what you're talking about when you said you were you were wondering or second guessing yourself. Am I reading this right? You know, mm-hmm. um, I had a I had a rather intuitive experience like that myself where um, I, I came upon that as well with the nine phases of the moon. Mm. And uh, I talk about that in my e-course, the Manifesting with the Moon e-course. It's on my website. But um, a lot of people have asked me, what do you mean? I thought there were eight phases. <laughs> I was exactly. Like, no, but I'm not as – I feel like it was rather intuitive for me um, to, to come upon this information. So, But you actually went into ancient – scripture and studied this and now you have turned it into a training course so that's really exciting what can you tell us about that yes thank you so much this was um extremely important for me it was an offshoot of the book it was something that women could do in addition to reading my book which has lots of activities but I found that women wanted the one thing they kept asking the most about, the emails I received the most information seeking, is more about the moon, more about the lunar phases. How can I work with them? And I love the word priestess. I love the idea of priestess. Mm-hmm. I consider myself a priestess. And I remember asking a high priestess once, what does that mean to be a high priestess? And there were two things that happened in that conversation. One, I was extremely disappointed, and two, I was extremely inspired. Her answer mm-hmm. to me was, would you like to be a priestess? And I said, yes. She said, you're a priestess. That, <laughs> it inspired me and disappointed me at the same time because I wanted something to chew on, something to work with, some rite of passage to enter into priestesshood. And instead, I received, anybody can be a priestess, just be a priestess. As I went on, I realized the wisdom of that. You are who you believe. You are what you practice. And I practice priestesship, priestesshood. I practice that in my spirituality. And I wanted to give that to women. I wanted to share that. I wanted to open that up to women. So the program um, started. It's had great results. Really, almost everyone who reads the book is in it. And people who find the program Um, wind up buying the book and so it's a lovely support system and it takes you through the nine moons and each moon is a wonderful exploration and it's at self-paced you can take it for years if you'd like you can do it sequentially in nine months really beautiful now i know from reading your newsletters that and, and and from signing up for your newsletter, you had a wonderful um, opt-in offer yes. that was very in-depth, very in-depth on um, divine feminine. It just it was just beautiful. Um, and Thank you. you. I think went into, uh, you even went into some ritual and spell work and mm-hmm. some uh, recipes as well for aromatherapy and and tea and stuff like that, which was beautiful. Now, how did you come by this information? I know, you know on your blog you mentioned that you didn't receive knowledge from your mother. So how did you mm-hmm. find this information? Well, that's such a great question. I actually love that. Um, it's interesting to me and very precious how I came to receive all of this and how I came to seek it and how I find it. Um, 
I didn't receive the information from my mother that I, as a woman, was sacred, that I was special, that all women are sacred, that all women are special, because she didn't feel that. And our relationship was very, very difficult. And eventually I estranged myself from my mother. And that caused me to um, cease being a daughter, to having that relationship. And at, at first it felt like freedom. And, you know, I was very young. I was in my early 20s and it felt like freedom. And then it started to feel bittersweet. And then it became a hunger, a yearning within me to have an elder woman in my life, to have um, a mother and to be a daughter. And so I began to search for ways to fulfill that. And it took, it was a kind of a rambling path, but it took me to this God of spirituality. And I realized, oh, here is my divine mother and I am her daughter. And so this new relationship began, and it helped heal a lot of my own personal issues, which I now, in turn, teach the exact system of my own healing to other women as a life coach. I do that in my life coaching. And it is quite a journey, I have to say. But a good one, a good one, a beautiful one. So if a woman were to come to you seeking your life coaching services, um, I know, and I know it's very, this is, probably a strange question, but I know it's very um, subjective based on, you know, each individual. Um, what what could one expect? What's your style? What, what could we expect from you? Actually, it's a really good question, and it's a question I get from potential clients as well. My style, um, pretty much what you're hearing now is my style. It's very proactive. It's very involved. It's very attentive. Um, life coaching is similar to therapy, but really different as well. It's not a passive engagement between the coach and the client. It's very, very involved and very conversational. And we get really, we really focus on what's going on. What do you want to change? What do you want to bring in? What do you want to release? And how can you heal? How can you become whole? And I have lots and lots of ways to help you get there and lots of suggestions. It's, um, Profound work, very profound work. For sure. So if your specialty is in working with women, then what do you find most often comes up? Two things. Um, Love of self, self self-love and Mm self-esteem kind of rolls into one. And also um, how to love others, how to be in a relationship with others, how to have romantic, intimate, healthy relationships. So... Those are the two things, and I, you can put them together, but I like to keep them a little bit bookended so you can focus on that the source of all love should come to you from spirit, from outside of you, and then become part of you that you share with others. So this is a, um, a cathartic way to heal, and it, it pretty much takes care of all issues. When you begin to self-love, you really learn that everything is Everything is possible. You can have anything, be anything, do anything. I'm also really big, really big on discovering what your bliss is, seeking it, supporting it, and protecting it with your life. Um, For women, most especially, is really finding the wild. Where is your wild, your wild feminine? Because the first chapter, the first goddess chapter of my book is on Lilith, who is power goddess, like wild woman. And that's who we are. 
women are wild. We are a chaotic storm system. And I, I think many women have learned to be very calm ocean breeze, you know, <laughs> and, and we don't need to be. We need, we need to be who we are, and that is a wild, feminine, you know, chaotic, mysterious, amazing, spectacular being. I love that description, and I love that you bring up Lilith um, as the the goddess of the wild woman. I love that so much, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of your you you recently renamed your newsletter. Um, Oh my gosh! Moonwild. Yes. Moonwild. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and you know that's okay. I go blank all the time. I consider that part of my rite of passage into my wise woman years. I'm like, what did I just say? And who are you? <laughs> oh, is that's what it is. Yes, thank God. Yes. Thank Goddess. <laughs> yes, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just entering the wise woman years. <laughs> so, what prompted you to to change the name to Moonwild? What was it? I know you had a, a newsletter about that, but can you share with yes. us? I can, and and it's still in flux. I will tell you that you're on the list. You're going to get this very soon. There's even more transformation happening, and the, you know I'm putting the newsletter. Um, it's going on a very brief hiatus. You'll still receive information, but it's forming once again. Moonwild has now the the blog Moonwild will remain, and I'll tell you how I got there in a second. And now Wild Soul Coaching has been born. Mm-hmm. So here's how I got there. I have been in my own life playing it a little safe for too long. And I started to feel itchy, so to speak. And I started to feel like I was not myself. And I remember being a wild woman and, and, you know, like out there. And I don't know how to explain it. It's like it's a feeling of freedom and a feeling of spontaneity and a feeling of female wild um, just bursting with the life and the essence of femininity and I've been a little dormant and I started to crave it and I thought I want to go wild I miss my wild I have to cultivate my wild and then I thought moon wild I have to go moon wild that's what I have to do and then I thought wait I have to name my whole business moon wild (laughs) so it's just it's shifting and it's in it's in flux and I love it. It's a really interesting and powerful time. That's really exciting and I love that. And thank you for sharing that part of your journey with us. So let me ask you, is there any and this is a hard question to ask a, a goddess woman <laughs> or probably the harder <laughs> to answer. Oh. Is there any one face of the goddess that you resonate with more strongly? I'm I'm hearing the wild woman, but uh, yeah. what is it for you? Well, as far as archetypes go, I would say, and I laugh about this because I have a woman who comes to our moon circles and we share this, like if there's a dark goddess that we're studying, we're both lit up like Christmas trees. And <laughs> we we really love, you know, I I, I really resonate with, the hidden, the mysterious, the unknown, the shamanesque, the wild woman in how to reveal what is hidden, how to seek what I cannot find, how to, you know, illuminate the dark. And I love the dark aspect of the goddess. And some people feel that that's negative and it's so misunderstood. And this brings us back to the wild woman who is 
the dark goddess. And she's misunderstood. She's told she has to be proper. She has to be safe. She is unclean. She has to be clean. She has smells. We have to hide them. You know, and this is, you know, we have to come back, come back to a place of that dark, wild goddess self. And that's the archetype I most resonate, most speak, most love. I can feel that. I feel that in your artwork. Now, do you do all the graphics on your website? I do all the graphics. Some of the images are found, and I always give credit. And then many of them, I Photoshop eluded me. I could not figure it out. So I went everywhere else and found all of the editing programs. And I'm, I'm, I'm even redesigning the website as we speak and coming up with all kinds of beautiful imagery and and, that, and I love it. I'm an artist. I, I'm a painter. I do watercolors. So for me, visual is essential. Yes. It, and I was just going to say, um, it, it is beautiful, the artwork that you've created. You. And I'm always in awe of when I open up your newsletter, what what comes through. It's just it's such a beautiful thing. And I, and I feel that it like really evokes the emotion of what you're writing about as well. So it really ties together. And I, I just... It's it's a magical thing. I I just have to say Thank that. You. I'm fangirling Thank over you here, so but it's much. true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That makes me feel so good. My heart opens when I hear that um, anything I'm doing touches uh, another woman's life or her heart. It makes me so happy. Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. what do you have coming up? Uh, I know you were talking. We we briefly discussed the. Um, Nine Moons Priestess Training, but mm-hmm. how can people sign up for that? What? Tell us a little right bit on my about website. how we find out about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. right on the website, which is www.backtothegoddess.com. And if they go into the shop, they'll see all kinds of beautiful images. Just click on them and browse through, and eventually you'll get to the Priestess Course. And I'm also doing an, um, writing an awful lot of new digital courses um, and offering those as well. There's one now for the book. It's uh, a digital course, nine weeks. You get nine magic spells, one for each of the goddesses in the book, and you get an altar image. So that's um, coming up on the website soon, and it's, got, it's offered now on mysteryschoolofthegoddess.com or .net. Mm-hmm. I apologize, mysteryschoolofthegoddess.net. You can find my courses there as well. And um, on the website, there's resources. If you live in the Los Angeles area, I do monthly moon circles, wild moon circles. And tomorrow night is our new moon circle. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, you have to hurry. Otherwise, you won't get next month. And, um, yeah, lots of good stuff, lots of resources, lots of inspiration on the website. Very nice. Now, something that I wanted to ask you and I had forgotten about my wild woman archetype here (laughs) crone you have written a book called um, oh gosh what was it the divine you are woman you are divine Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned that it was your kind of a personal journey back to the goddess Mm -hmm. Um, but what I'm wondering what have you discovered on your own journey about the collective as a whole? Do you find that there is a phenomena of women journeying back to the yes. goddess? I think um, since the beginning of time, 
that has been going on um, since we first met her, the goddess, since we first realized she is here. We, it's been under a great deal of controversy. Um, today in the modern world, there is a resurgence of attention to her because women are coming off of the extraordinary experience of feminism which had, you know, gorgeous intentions and created many, many, many opportunities for us and did a lot of good, but also imbalanced us further because now we are even more imbalanced with our height masculine essence. Many women are over, they've overarched their masculine essence and so their feminine has depleted and they're craving this connection again. So I'm finding that women are looking for something they cannot even name. They don't know what it is. They just know they're out of balance. They're craving something in them, within their lives, that is richer, deeper, more sisterhood-based, more um, magical, mystical, you know, not the woo-woo, not that new age, but more real, more authentically feminine. And believe me, I I come from the woo-woo new age, so I can say that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, me too. I I had to interject and and stand up for that because I have been there as well. And you're right though. It is, it's time to normalize the woo, I think is, is mm-hmm. what, yeah. and, and, and where it's time it may to make have, it real. Yes. Thank you. Make it real. Mm-hmm. I feel that for sure. Um, and it feels to me also that, um, I think that that is the heart of the journey is is making it tangible, making making it, you know, pulling it into the physical and making um sense out of it all and how it's applicable mm-hmm. and practical. And, and so I guess with what we have just a few minutes left, but um I guess that's where I'm going to leave this interview is what are your suggestions for doing that? Like what are some practical applications for making this journey, this back to the goddess real? I love that. It's such a beautiful thing. I, um, in the book, I talk about and teach very simple, what I call um, simple goddess magic, which is turning your bath into a sacred ritual, burning candles, um, walking upon the earth, knowing you are a sacred being, that you are special, that there's a reason why you embody the goddess and that you and recognizing that you do embody the divine feminine, the goddess within you, that you are representative of her. You are the earthly version. And if you walk through life and if you everything you do becomes part of that, it's extraordinarily special. And it's very easy. It's not something you don't change your life. You don't have to devote, you know, a third of your house to an altar. You, it's very simple. So it's just a mindset, really. It is. It's a practice and a mindset, absolutely. I love it. I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. Well, we've got about a minute left, so I just want to say thank you again for coming on the show and sharing your wisdom with us and the world. Um, it's such an honor. And if you want to know more about Renee Starr of Back to the Goddess, you can find her work, um, sign up for her courses, and down, please sign up for her newsletter, if nothing else, because she's got some really good stuff to say, and that's at <laughs> backtothegoddess.com. 
www.thelifeguidebook.com. And again, I just want to thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for asking me to be here. It was it was wonderful. You are welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> oh. All righty. Well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you so much. And until next time, I love you guys to the moon and back. Bye.